to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? It's Nick Cage November. What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, pop! That's all you have to do! Look, Doc, I spent last Tuesday watching fibers on my carpet. And the whole time I was watching my carpet, I was worrying that I, I might vomit. And the whole time I was thinking, I'm a grown man. I should know what goes on in my head. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that I should just blow my brains out and end it all. But then I thought, when I, well, if I thought more about blowing my brains out, I started worrying about what that was going to do to my goddamn carpet. Okay, so <laughs> that was a good day, Doc. And and I just want you to give me some pills and let me get on with my life. Hooray for the sounds of fucking silence. I just saw 50 cars for you in one night. All right, I'm a little tired. I'm a little wired, and I think I deserve a little appreciation. Pick the fucking card! Ta-da! Oh, yeah! You put your right foot in, you take your right foot out, you do the hokey pokey, and you fucking work it all out! Mouth to dildo, dildo to ass, ass to ass. Hi, Brent. Anal beads. <clears throat> I'm sorry I was such a saint before, and I'm, I'm such a prick now! Put the bunny back in the box. Welcome back to the Skewered Universe podcast. My name is Jeff. And I'm Leanne. And we're here. We're continuing on Nick Cage November. Unfortunately, this is the last installment of Nick Cage November. Nick Cage November. <laughs> it's Nick Cage November. <laughs> you just put him in right now. Sorry, I'm redoing our intro. B-C-D. <laughs> I spent so much time on that intro, I'm really proud of it. I it's love it. It's really good. Thank you. It's so like we said, uh, unfortunately we didn't get to all four movies for Nick Cage November like we planned, but uh, health issues and personal stuff came up, so forgive us, please. We're doing our best here, guys. We're doing our best. Wait, we still could have had time to maybe do some more. I mean, what day is it? It's only oh, it is the twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is this is presumably the last installment of Nick Cage November. If there's another one, we'll make sure to tell you. For some reason, I still feel like it's the fifteenth. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's the end, close to the end of November. No. I I really hate it because then that means we're close to next year already. I know. My favorite part of the year is the end because you got Halloween, you have Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you've got Christmas, you've got New Year's party after party after party. And then after that, it's nothing for a while until St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, which isn't a good one. Yeah, and then maybe the 4th of July, but that's yeah. kind of like, eh. Yeah. So, yeah, the year's winding down quickly. We hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we're recording this after that happened. So before we get into what movie we're going to be doing tonight, Leanne, do you have anything that you've been up to, you've been doing lately? Anything interesting you want to share with everybody? Uh, 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 mm, uh, no, not really. Not really? 
<laughs> I thought, oh, should I tell them about the group? And I, no, no, don't tell the public <laughs> about the group. Don't do it. And then I thought, well, maybe I could talk about the games I've been playing on my phone. But then I'm like, no, don't do that either. They're dumb and lame and dorky. <laughs> They're not cool games at all. <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. What have you been doing? I've been playing games on the PC when I get a chance, so I've been playing a lot of GTA Online again. Any other games or just that one? You introduced me to a game on my phone called Seed Ship. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A text-based that, game. That is, is a pretty good game. That is pretty fun. If, it's entertaining, and it's a short play. Exactly. It's very short. It's quick. Anyone who appreciates text-based games, like from way back in the Dark Ages... Well, so this particular <laughs> game, you are um, in space, and your job is to find a new planet to colonize. Mm-hmm. And so you have to take care of the equipment and unexpected things happen and you have to make decisions and you have to pick the planets that you think might be a good fit and right. things like that. So all of mine, all th- my last one, I think, what did they call it? Atlantis? Atlantis, yeah. Yeah. It was hot, but other than that, it was. It turned out to be great. And then yours have been turning out awful. Yeah, about every one that I do, the the founding colony ends up warring with either themselves or other inhabitants of the planet <laughs> and wiping out most of the people that were on the ship yeah, that you, I was trying to survive. You had a life. dictator on board at one point. Yeah. Yeah, tried to eject them, and they're like, oh, they randomly ejected several others because he knew you would sabotage him, so he <laughs> took precautions. Like, what the fuck? That's space Hitler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I tried to give you advice on what kind of planets would be good to land on, and you said, nope, next. <laughs> I don't take advice well. I'm like, let me let me do this on my own, and then... Why do I have a dictator on board? <laughs> well, there was that one society where I scored really high and you got mad. Yeah. That was when I started playing it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> the first one, I did well. Everything after that has been war or most of the people getting wiped out. Yeah. Because, you know, poisonous plants and dangerous animals. I was like, oh, it's a breathable atmosphere. That's fine. No. There's water. That's fine. No. You need more than that. Yeah. So, been doing that. Watching random ass videos. So, not a whole lot, but... Um, I do have something I want to touch on real quick. Apparently, CM Punk is now back it. in WWE. I knew it. So I want to say I'm I'm going to be as neutral as possible. I was a fan when he showed up in AEW. Whatever circumstances happened behind the scenes, I don't put the blame on any one party for that. But I do see one person as a common denominator. But hey, if you're happy that he's back in WWE, I'm happy for you that you got somebody back there. Enjoy it. I just don't really enjoy him as much anymore, but that's my personal preference. Hey, if you enjoy him, more power to you. I hope you get as much out of this as possible and that he's good for the company. Hopefully he is not pulling any of the shit he pulled in AEW with anyone else. So, Well, yeah. we, we could go on quite a long rant about that yeah, one, about multiple things. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Trying to be as diplomatic as possible because I know there are people really excited and... 
I'm happy that you're happy that somebody's back in a company that you enjoy. Can I be the bad guy? Go right ahead. I mean, I personally think he's a bit of a hypocrite. You he likes not. to say things and then go back on it and then take a different stance. And yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, you're not the only one who feels that way. There's a lot of people feeling that way. Yeah. And a lot more after the promo he gave last night, which was basically a paraphrasing of his initial AEW promo. But there are people that are defending it, and that's fine. Everyone has their own taste in wrestling. CM Punk is no longer one of mine. Mm-hmm. I will take many other people over CM Punk. That's just the way I feel now. Well, if oh, you know, if we're talking about people that are... Uh losing popularity we could also mention matt rife because apparently Oof. he is not doing good right now he's not having a good time <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying to stay neutral on that one i've got my feelings about it but like you i want to stay neutral but no i got some feelings and the fact that like i keep seeing more videos about like, older videos where i'm like mm, okay yeah no I think I see what you're doing, dude, and I don't particularly care for it. But, you know, not everyone has the same humor. Humor yeah. is subjective. That but is he is losing an audience very quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, with comedy, there are times where you can push the envelope. I am all for comedians pushing that envelope. However, there is a way to do it. Where you are not being blatantly <laughs> offensive or seeming to come off as, to say what I've heard some people saying, a raging fucking chauvinist, misogynist. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not my words. That's what I've seen people say. I have not seen his special. I've seen of his previous comedy, and now I'm like, did I miss flags that were there? Just under the surface. The flags were toward the beginning, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And then he decided to be uh, the comedian of women. And then now he's like, nah, fuck women. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, you know what? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. He can get canceled. That's fine. That's what happens, you know? You had a short, but, you know banging career for that five minutes that you were popular just uh take note from some people who have pissed off the taylor swift fans don't ever go after her <laughs> and her relationships or anyone because they will fuck you up i am 100 percent on board with taylor swift fans fucking people up over them getting pissed <laughs> off i am not a taylor swift fan as far as her music goes i'll stand 100 percent behind what she's doing and and you know mobilizing her fans Mm -hmm. to teach somebody a lesson the appropriate way. Like, <laughs> hey, you're an asshole. We're not going to stand for that. Yeah. Yeah, so if he stays away from them, he might come out as less scathed than he is right now. We'll see. Who knows? What are we doing tonight, Jeff? Well, since it's Nick Cage November. I've been wanting to see this movie since I heard it was a thing, and I'm really excited. I'm really excited, too, because it seems awesome and because we love horror 24 7 365 around here having served dracula for centuries renfield looks for a new life outside his master's shadow if he can break their bizarre bond first 
So that is a synopsis for Renfield from 2023, starring Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt. Mr. Renfield, welcome. I am Valakia. You will make a very good assistant. No! He's evil. We will protect you. You have the word of the most trusted institution on Earth. The Catholic Church? Ah! Renfield, your sole purpose in life is to serve me. Now, let's eat. I just want a normal life again. God bless you, Mr. Renfield. Oh, God bless you, nuns. You're a hero. Robert Montague Renfield. Let me explain. I work for Dracula. Count Dracula? It's the real Dracula! Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. <laughs> so you bring in people to eat? Well, I do other stuff. Like what? Wash his cape? No. The cape is dry clean only. Strictly. Yeah, I'm aware this this fly, yeah. Then I don't think he's such a bad guy. But you're never really going to be free until you face him. I will no longer tolerate abuse. <laughs> I deserve happiness. Let me explain something to you, okay? You deserve only suffering. I will unleash an army of death. Everyone you care about will suffer because you betrayed me. We have to stop him before sunset. And someone's like, it's okay, I've seen way worse. Everything I saw you do today is gonna be my way worse. It's my least favorite part of the job. This is a double Nicholas movie in Nick Cage November. The two Nicks. Double the Nicks, double the fun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> So that being said, you know how we do it around here, guys. This is interstellar, interstitial style. Interstellar, interstitial. For those of you who don't know, keep your ears open. We'll let you know what the breakdown is. What are interstellar interstitials? This is a rather different movie review format where Jeff and Leon will pick a movie that neither of them have seen or at least one of them has not seen. Then... They will watch the movie in real time, breaking every 15 minutes to give their thoughts on the movie to that point. At the conclusion of the film, they will give their final thoughts, recommendations, ratings, and discuss any interesting information about the movie in general. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast already in progress. Leanne. What? Shall we go ahead and get started? Yeah. All right. We'll be back to you guys in just a moment. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. 
The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right. 15 minutes in to Renfield. <laughs> I'm already really enjoying this. Yeah. Just, okay, so... Action-packed. <laughs> Leanne, what do you think? Do you think we should give a warning that we're going to spoil this, or do you think we should try and reserve... I think we should reserve the, the spoiler spoilers. Okay. You know, because we could give a little, you know, a little warning, like, hey, we're going to talk about this new movie that came out, right? And then maybe not give up what happens at the end. Okay. So we're going to talk a little freely, but kind of not give away some big things that might happen and not give away the end to this movie. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Is that your way of hinting to me not to put the put too much in my notes? No, no, no. That's just me wanting to know if talking about the opening you think is a spoiler or if it's kind of intriguing enough. Because I found it interesting because I didn't know. Yeah. So essentially, this movie starts out, it's basically a sequel to the original Universal Dracula film. Because they reshot scenes from that film with Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Holt. And I loved it. They even matched like how it would look as the film in black and white. I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. But you have some notes. Let's, let's see what your notes say. You know, I, I'm, I'm starting off my notes strong. However, I think that might change as the movie goes along. That's perfectly fine. We'll, we'll see. It's perfectly fine. Okay, so it starts off, we're in some sort of group therapy for people in dependent relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of has Fight Club vibes. I was expecting one of the people to have just a huge chest. <laughs> I did not put that together, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he goes to the the groups. Wow, that... Have you seen Fight Club? I have. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the story... It starts off there, but then it kind of pauses and he introduces himself and says, you know, who he is and how he got here. And it's kind of this quirky little narration storytelling thing he's got right. got going on. Um, it shows like the old timey moving pictures uh, that you were mentioning mm-hmm. and how they're, you know, kind of like reshooting the shots but with Nicolas Cage and the other Nicholas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he eats bugs to gain power because he is Dracula's familiar, essentially his right. servant. And I, as a side note, I really love Nick Cage's Dracula faces. Okay. Because they're different than his other faces. And it's really hard to describe. <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's a very unique visual. I was, I was almost expecting him to have a widow's peak, but <laughs> they did not go with that. No, they didn't. Well, at one point, that one old guy explodes. Yeah. He was yeah. some kind of chur- churchy guy. Yeah, I, he wasn't like a pope, but he was high up like an archdiocese or something. something. Yeah, yeah, he you know, explodes. Holy guys try to take out vampires He's... all the time. His guts and everything goes everywhere. It's beautiful. Yeah, this movie does not hold back on the gore, and I love it. <laughs> no. And then we go back to the group, 
and he mentions one of the group goers, Caitlin, and how he essentially uses their monsters to feed Dracula. Right. So he's going to go find out who's making her miserable and take them to be killed by Dracula. Because apparently it's this never-ending cycle where Dracula will gain a whole bunch of power, he'll go on a killing spree, and then the good guys show up and wreck his shit, and then Renfield kind of has to pick up the pieces and... Mm-hmm. what is it, What did he call it? Something period. Oh, uh... Transition period. Transition period. Where he, he essentially has to get Dracula back on his feet again. Yeah. And so that's what he's doing. And in order to do that, he goes to this warehouse where these guys have stolen drugs and they're doing drugs. And he walks in and says, I'm a friend of Caitlin's. And proceeds to use his powers to beat the crap, beat out, the of crap him. out of him in chloroform. Yeah. And then he has to go up against a masked hitman. We learn from the getaway driver that he's Apache Joe. Yeah. And then we learn from the traffic cops that the getaway driver is Teddy Lobo. Right. So the whole premise is these three guys that Renfield went into the warehouse after. One is Caitlin's boyfriend, and they stole drugs from this Lobo crime family. And I guess Teddy Lobo is one of the higher-ups in the family. I don't know. And then he sends in his assassin, Apache Joe, who's like this six-foot infinity, you know, about as wide as a football field-looking dude. And apparently he doesn't taste very good. No, apparently not. (laughs) Apparently not. And uh, I guess Dracula is being held up in an old abandoned hospital. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. But his the look he has right now, because he went from crispy chard, and he's, you know, building up his strength to become, you know, mm. powerful Dracula again. And we're looking at the screen right now, and the makeup he has on is just super cool as fuck. It's so... It's like a burn victim. If they still... You know, because the skin is all twisted and kind of like... Because he was crispy. Yeah, crispy, crispy. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, down to ash and bone, but still enough to regenerate. Yeah. So he's been getting blood, regenerating, and he ain't at full power, but the look <laughs> the look is amazing. And he still has enough energy to complain about his meal. Very much so. I do want to point out one thing. When we saw, like, the curtain gets knocked down at their old place, that's how the sunlight comes in, that's what sets Dracula on fire, turns him into Crispy Critter. They used a practical puppet, and I was so happy when I saw that, because I was like, oh, that's practical. It's not CG, because it, it moved the way you would expect a skeleton to move, not, oh, has articulation perfect and everything. It was mwah, beautiful. I know just how much you appreciate practical effects. I'm a, I'm a whore for practical effects. <laughs> yeah. So, shall we get back into it? Let's get back to it. All right. You guys enjoy this intermission. We'll be right back. Hi, folks. I'm Rico. Oh, no, Joe. He's Peppy. See? You can find us at the concession stand in the lobby. Along with all sorts of other tasty goodies. See? 
Rico's Nachos, a refreshingly new and different snack discovery. Chock full of high-quality ingredients, crisp, fresh tortilla chips, covered with creamy-aged cheddar cheese, topped off with zesty jalapeno pepper rings. Rico's Nachos, out of sight. Remember, folks, we're the new star at the snack bar. Rico's Nachos, a new taste treat you can't beat. See? Rico's Nachos, on sale at the snack bar now. Another 15 minutes in to Renfield. I keep saying it because I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> Want everyone to know what we're watching for sure. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So where we last left off, uh, Dracula was looking pretty bad. And uh, what his face was giving him his shitty meals, right? Yeah. And... Dracula was like, fucking stop giving me shitty fucking meals. And Renfield was like, you know what, by the way, Dracula, I want I want a real life again. And Dracula's like, fuck that shit. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it in its ass, right? Yeah. Then we go to the police station where Teddy Lobo is spilling his guts. He's saying everything and everything he possibly can to get put away. We murdered people. We murdered people last night. They stole our drugs. That's a twofer. <laughs> But then, I guess it's his lawyer that walks in, and he just gets to walk out, and the main traffic cop is upset, because she wants to fight real crime, she wants to take down this crime family, Mm -hmm. she wants revenge for her dad. Right, so this crime family murdered her father. Yeah. Well, Tommy Lobo goes into what looks to be a city building, but it's like a club or something? Yeah, some kind of weird club or something. Some they got. family hangout place. I don't even know. Well, anyway, the dude is like, "Your mom wants to see you," and he's like, "Uh, oh, uh, okay." And then he goes to see his mom, and she just happens to be in a room that I can only describe as a torture room. Uh, and she's yeah. like, "By the way, um, we we're the most feared family, and I need to know that you're willing to get your hands a little bit dirty." <laughs> yeah, because he's so willing to just give it up. Right. And uh, so while that's happening, Traffic Cop is back at the crime scene doing some detective work. And she finds a pen, the pen that Renfield borrowed. So she goes mm-hmm. to the place. Well, as Renfield is getting ready to get better victims at the club, restaurant, place, whatever, um, the cops go along in there for food yeah because the busload of cheerleaders came in yeah yeah so so he's like okay great i get uh i get uh what he really wants Mm -hmm. so um so not only do the cheerleaders come in but the cops come in but then bad guys come in and Mm -hmm. they want to teach the traffic cop a lesson who's boss yeah right well Teddy starts ripping on her dad. Which is not the thing to do. (laughs) And then so she says, then shoot me like you shot my dad. Have you even shot anybody? And she starts ripping on him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then Renfield eats a bug, gains his superpowers, and starts going after the bad guys. And it turns out Traffic Cop is actually a pretty good shot. (laughs) Yeah, she took out a few with some crazy shots that should not have been able to have been hit. Yeah, but. and then he ripped off a guy's arms. Yeah. 
Use the serving platter to <laughs> cut off the guy's arms. Yeah, and then when all's said and done, Renfield and the traffic cop are talking, and they're essentially, like, complimenting each other. And she's calling him a hero, and she's like, I'm Officer Quincy. Thank you for saving us. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm a hero. <laughs> he gets a little <laughs> smile on his face. He's like, saved a life? Hmm. Like, <laughs> he's like, I've never felt this way before. This is different. Yeah, and now he's back with Dracula. Being berated, because Dracula called to him, like, what are you doing? You're not here at my every beck and call. <laughs> Like, it's definitely an abusive relationship. Yeah, but he's looking a lot better. He's kind of looking like the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah. Without the hat. Yeah. See that? Still still got some Kruger-esque burning going on, but... But at least his face isn't falling apart. Exactly. You can tell he's eaten. He's, get, he's getting his beauty rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun watching this. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to take any more notes. That's that's fine. We'll just touch on touch base with what we've seen and we'll go from there because <laughs> yeah. this is fantastic. I'm having fun with this. I think out of all of the movies I've seen Nick Cage in, this is my favorite type of character he's played. I can see that. It's not in his wheelhouse. I don't even know if that's the right thing to say, but like it's not his typical like his mannerisms are different. The way he mm-hmm. speaks is different. Um yeah, I like yeah. it. I feel like this is a role he really wanted to get into, like could really sink his teeth into, you know, pardon the pun. But like something that's outside the box of normal for him that he's like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll play Dracula. Why not? But it's also a little um, a comic book-esque. So I can yeah. see exactly why he would be completely on board to play this character. Yeah. It's not just a Dracula movie about vampires it's kind of a comic book-esque version yeah we're getting more of renfield's story than dracula dracula's in the back seat right now Mm -hmm. he's regenerating yeah so we're getting more of renfield and what his powers can do and how he can eat bugs and power up and fight people and all this but this has been so good so far (laughs) we've we've got like a little over an hour left already which it's going quick so we're gonna get back to it we'll talk to you guys in just a bit It's intermission, it's intermission. Ice cream, candy, lemonade, too. And there's a hot dog waiting for you. The popcorn's popping and it's ready to go. You know all the great food is still in the show. Get up out your seat and get yourself a tasty treat down at the snack bar. Snack bar. Okay, we're back. We watched some more of the movie. That's typically what we do. Yeah. Sometimes. Catching them up to make sure in case they thought we were doing something different. 
like cooking meth or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I do want waffles, though. Yellow. <laughs> we'll get there. We will get there. Right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Where we where we stopped, there's a motivational poster with a plate of two waffles, and it says YOLO. <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to why that's there. Yeah. So basically, where we left off, Dracula was telling Renfield about his plan for world domination. Dracula and Renfield to the end of time. Renfield obviously doesn't like that, so he goes back to the group and he goes, "I need help. I'm in a toxic relationship," and the guy running the group. Just disavows the woman who's there talking about her relationship. He practically creams himself. He's so excited. Yeah. And Renfield starts, you know, telling them the story about him. And he's like, getting advice from them. They're like, don't, you know, if you focus on your needs. He goes, oh, if I do that, he won't get the full power. And he's, the, the guy running the group goes, yeah, he won't get the full power. Why would you say it like that? That's so weird. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then cut to a montage of Renfield... Renting an apartment, going shopping for new clothes. Total montage. A total montage of him painting the apartment and getting it all cleaned up and releasing the bugs that he kept on him so he doesn't have to use them anymore. He's basically cutting Dracula out of his life. This is intercut with people from the group giving him ideas. They're like, ooh, spa day. They're like, you need to align your chakras, bro. (laughs) Just all this advice and he's living life. You know, he goes down to the police station because, once again, Teddy Lobo is not being charged with any of the crimes. So Officer Quincy is pissed off, telling everybody they need to get their fucking shit together because they're probably on the payroll. Redfield shows up. They talk. He's willing to give his statement. So on and so forth. They're trying to get evidence run. So she's Quincy is going to her sister, who's with the FBI, because she can't trust anyone in her department. The pen that she found earlier had DNA on it. So she's hoping to connect Teddy to the crime scene to actually be able to nail him. Right. Little does she know it's going to give her someone else. We all know who that would be. So then what we see is Renfield leaves a message for Quincy asking if they can go to dinner as he's going back to his apartment. This is after Teddy Lobo and his mother figured out how to track Renfield down from footage from the restaurant or bar, wherever it was. They got the location, they go to the abandoned hospital, they proceed to get taken out one by one by Dracula, until Teddy Lobo goes, oh hey, we're looking for this guy, who helped save a lot of people. A lot of innocent people. A lot of innocent people. So Dracula gets pissed, flies off, Renfield gets to his apartment like I stated, and here's Dracula. Like, oh, basically giving him the most I don't know if it's like a... It's not like a passive-aggressive thing, but every time Renfield's like, oh, yeah, I'll totally get you your dinner tonight. I was just coming to see you. He's like, oh, you were just coming to see me? Right, okay. Turns it around and goes, I'm the real victim. You never needed my power to do all this. You were so willing because you were a lawyer who wanted to get rich. Yeah. Turning everything around, it's... (laughs) It's a horror movie, but it's also like how to get out of a toxic relationship movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's very much the worst relationship you can imagine. Very toxic. And Nicolas Cage is chewing up the scenery like I've never seen before, and I it's fan-fucking-tastic. He's, he does this little thing with his voice. Like, he kind of makes it crack a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. it gets high enough that it kind of cracks a little bit, and it's so cute. 
he's a very, very good Dracula. I, I love this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really is. I'm excited to see where we go because we've only got about 45 minutes left of this movie. So Yeah, it's about we, halfway through. Shall we jump back in and see where it goes? Absolutely. All right. Enjoy this intermission. Hiya, hiya, hiya. They're shrimply delicious. Hiya, hiya, hiya. You'll go for that mouth-watering, taste-tempting, meaty shrimp mixture all wrapped up in a crispy noodle jacket. It's a treat you can't beat. So come on, join the folks that are getting fresh, crispy, flavor shrimp rolls now at the snack bar. They're shrimply delicious. We're back after another intermission. We've watched more of the movie as it goes. I don't know why I keep saying that, because that's what we do around here. We watch movies and talk about them. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Dracula has taken out all of Redfield's support group at the church. He found out where they were at, because... (laughs) One thing I neglected to touch on, I want to do that real quick, is... Some people might be wondering, well, how did Dracula get into Redfield's apartment? You know the old fable, vampires can't come in unless you invite them? Renfield's welcome mat just invited Dracula in. Yeah. And then the guy leading the support group said, hey, why don't you come on in and join us when Dracula showed up there? Despite Renfield warning them, saying, no, don't say anything, we gotta get out of here, you're gonna basically tell them, like, hey, you're all in danger. And it was a massacre. A bloody, bloody massacre. It was so fun to watch. Everyone died. (laughs) Everyone. And then as Renfield is gently holding the last dead victim in Walk the Cops. Yep. And basically see him as the murderer. They go to take him in, put him in handcuffs, go to Mm -hmm. put him in the car. And she asks her partner, did you call it in? And he's like, I called it in. All of a sudden, 10 million cars show up. Mm-hmm. Turns out she really couldn't trust anyone. Yeah, she was right. The entire police force is basically corrupt. The crime Including family shows her up. Yeah, her partner pulled a gun on her and said, just, you know. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, look, we'll give you a promotion, better pay, better hours, Kyle's parking space. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> that is a running joke in the movie, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad about it. She says okay, but then takes off. Yeah. She does a distraction. They start shooting at her. She drives off with Renfield. Dracula goes back, asks Teddy, hey, would your family be interested in seeing their enemies beheaded while I warm myself next to a pile of burning corpses? He's like, oh, yeah, you should talk to my mom. So now where we're at, the next day, Renfield has Officer Quincy at his apartment. He's feeding her cookies, murder cookies, trying to explain what happened to her while she's like you're a criminal you're a piece of shit murderer he still has the cuffs on yeah he's still wearing the cuffs says i'm very much still in your custody i just need to explain myself as to what's going on it's been very very good the confrontation between renfield and dracula in his apartment when he holds up the the book about how to deal with a narcissist (laughs) he's like what's that he starts reading from the book i Don't have to take your abuse. I matter. And then he says, who's been teaching you this? He grabs the book and sees 
that it's the whatever, whatever church, and Mm -hmm. basically it's the group he's been going to. Yeah. And he takes off, like, oh, well, I'll just take care of them, and then you'll fall back in line. Yeah, I like the fact Dracula isn't, like, oh, he's, you know, like, gonna take care of Renfield. No, he's very much, like, pissed off and an asshole. And he's like, well, if Renfield won't do what I want, I'll just do what I want and take everyone out that stands in my way. Yeah, which is basically what Dracula would do. Yeah. I like it, because we don't see that too much. We see the romantic side of Dracula, and then... In the meantime, he is getting better looking. He's not perfect yet, but he's he's pretty close, I think. Yeah, very close. There's just minimal scars on his face, so he's almost at full power now. Yeah. Or at least fully regenerated. But I, I love the effects in this, when they're showing people getting thrown across the room or swiped and just blood gushing out everywhere. Yeah. Ugh. Well, there's a, that one part where he, like, sliced open that one person... Or, no, he bit them, and then as he moved away from them, blood was, like, coming out of them. Mm-hmm. That's wasted blood. Why wouldn't he just, like, latch on and give a couple of sucks? A couple of really good sucks. He just bites and then lets her go. Lets him go. He's probably at the point where, yeah, I need to feed, but also I want to make a point mm-hmm. to Renfield. Because he even told him at one point, he goes, I'll just m- kill everyone you've ever cared about. And you'll see exactly what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I I think we should just jump back in. Yeah. And continue on. All right. We'll be right back. I'm sorry, sir. This is a private mountain. But I only wanted... This mountain is reserved for patrons. But, but, but... It's I... a supply depot for all sorts of good things, which people can get at the snack bar. Like soft drinks, candy bars of all kinds, delicious popcorn, and refreshing ice cream treats. But I am a patron. Well, why didn't you say so? Be our guest. Another 15 minutes in, and we have gone off the rails. Lots of fighting. Lots of fighting, lots of gore splatter. I don't know if I want to give too much away because it is kind of important what's happening in these sequences. Yeah. Essentially, Renfield has come to terms with he needs to kind of use his powers that he's been given to fight Dracula, essentially. Mm -hmm. So he and Rebecca are sort of forming a bond to do that. But we saw a whole fight sequence at his apartment building because the Lobos and the cops found him. It goes fucking crazy, and I love it. <clears throat> what are your thoughts up to this point? We only have 15 minutes left of this movie, roughly. So what are your thoughts to this point? Uh, I like the whole movie. I'm I'm not a big fight scene person, mm-hmm. generally. So this part is kind of like, eh, it's fine. Right. There's that you're not too into the action-y stuff. Yes. You can appreciate the gore that's involved with it. Yes. But as far as the fighting, you're like, eh. Whereas me, I'm like, oh, give me more. Give me more. Yes. You also didn't appreciate the montage no. in the apartment. No. I loved it because 80s montages are what I grew up on. Yeah. Also, I need to touch. We skipped over when you were mentioning the Waffles YOLO poster. Mm-hmm. When Renfield is doing his whole thing and taking care of himself, doing self-care, and he, you know, paints and refurbishes this apartment... He plasters the walls with motivational posters, one of which says YOLO, 
and there's a picture of waffles. Mm-hmm. That is the one you referenced. I forgot we skipped over it. I wanted to come back to that for you. Thanks. <laughs> you know, an hour and a half later. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to briefly mention it, and you're like, okay, we'll get back to it in about two hours. I'm like, oh, okay, I d- we didn't really need to go over it. <laughs> I apologize. I just wanted, because we mentioned it and then didn't go back to it. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. And where we're at now, essentially, Dracula has formed an alliance with the Lobos, created a bunch of familiars, and now it's fight scene extravaganza towards the end of the film. So I think we jump into the end here, come back, give our final thoughts, and wrap this bitch up. Sure. All right. We'll talk to you guys in just a moment. Maybe grab some popcorn. Maybe some bugs. I don't know what you're into. Maybe blood. Do what you want. I don't judge. Just don't break the law, okay? It's intermission time. Time to pause and refresh at the snack bar. During this short break, you can treat your taste of good food and sparkling cold beverages, including delicious Coca-Cola. If you're hot dog hungry, we have them. Sizzling, juicy hot dogs served in warm, oven-fresh buns. Plus a complete menu of all your favorites. Visit the refreshment center now. Enjoy delicious food and ice-cold Coca-Cola. Just like that, we finished the movie. I don't want to talk about anything else that happened in the end sequence because there's so much and I think it would spoil way too much of the movie. Even you, though we've talked so much about it. Yeah, but you gotta give something. You gotta give them something. What are you gonna <sighs> give them? Renfield finally takes back his power against Dracula. Okay. And we see how that plays out. Yep. I mean, the whole that whole end sequence is pretty good. The way there's manipulation and, like, gaslighting and just toxic relationships. This movie is horror. Let's not shy away from that. It is a horror movie. It is also a comedy. And it is also a domestic abuse situation, toxic relationship movie as well. It's all of that tied into this weird fucking package, and I absolutely... Well, that's that's not... What are your thoughts after seeing how this finished, Leanne? Um, yeah, it was good. Okay. Was it what you were expecting or hoping it to be? For some reason, I was expecting to be a little bit more entertained. Okay. Past the, like, past the second half. Like, the second half is, yeah, there's a lot of jokes, and there's, like, gore, but there's, like, a lot of fight scenes, and a lot of fight scenes, and more fight scenes, and then it ends with the fight scene. And so, it's good. It's good. I just like the Mm -hmm. comedy parts, or the drama parts, the storyline. Right. It's not really about the fights for me. Yeah. And see, going in, I didn't realize this was an action-heavy movie. It's very action-heavy. It really is. So if you're somebody that doesn't care about action... Give it a try go, anyway, because... Go in knowing that. Yeah. I mean, if you're, like Leanne, able to kind of push that to the side and go, well, I enjoyed everything else, but those were the sequences that kind of... I just tuned out for a second. It's perfectly fine to do that. This isn't a movie where you have to pay attention to everything 100% of the time. No. You'll be able to catch up where you're at. Missing the action sequences will not destroy the narrative of the film for you. Right. Now that said, what would what kind of a rating would you give this if you had to? Well, what am I rating? On a scale of 1 to 10 Renfields. Oh. I was kind of hoping for bugs. Okay. 1 to 10 bugs. 
or severed limbs. Okay, one to ten severed limbs. Okay, out of sev- severed limbs, from one to ten, I would give it a seven. Okay, that's respectable. Yeah. I can see why, you know, you're going to give it, take some away because of the fight scenes. Yeah. I myself give this a 9.5. Yeah. Severed limbs. Yeah. I I enjoyed the whole fucking movie. Everything about it, the fight sequences were fun. The comedy was great. Nick Cage was fucking amazing as Dracula. I wouldn't be upset if they did another movie in this universe with Nicolas Cage coming back as Dracula somehow. I'd be perfectly okay with it. I would be okay with it as well. He's really good. Yeah. Ah, uh, this was fun. I I would say okay if you're someone who likes horror comedies, action horror, this is definitely something you could enjoy. If you appreciate Nick Cage, definitely go in and check this one out. If you like montages and ugly sweaters and people going <laughs> to therapy, then yeah, that is also good for you. I personally don't care for those things, but <laughs> it's got Nick Cage in it and he's really good. <laughs> Now, okay, so what if it was just a makeover montage where people took no, him and were... No, no, no. So, oh, you don't like any montages at all? A montage in a vampire movie? No. Okay. So it has to be in the specific type of movie where it would fit for you. I think maybe vampire movies don't need montages. Okay, so like 80s teen comedy could use a montage. Yeah, but okay. preferably not a vampire teen comedy. Okay. I'm I'm just trying to get your reasoning for why you didn't appreciate that. I, I totally like, respect it. I like vampire movies. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really matter what kind. It could be Thirty Days of Night. It could be Old School Dracula. It could be Bram Stoker. It could be Twilight. It could be uh, Interview with the Vampire. I like all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really like that none of them have a montage. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's just me. That is true. I am struggling to think of any montage scenes in any of those movies. <laughs> even even the Blade movies don't have any montages. So, no. yeah, I well made point. <laughs> and you know the I, I I understand why they went with like a colorful sweater and a colorful apartment because it's the opposite of what someone associated with Dracula would have. So I get it. I'm personally not that type of aesthetic. (laughs) But you like brown. I like brown. (laughs) Brown and black and blood red. Yeah, blood red is a good one. So I do want to say, anyone who's looking to watch this, if you haven't seen it, okay, we've given some parameters, like if you're this type, check it out. As we said, if you're someone who's not an action-heavy person, those kind of take you out of the movie, I would recommend you still give this a shot. Especially because it's Nick Cage, and he plays something different. Yes. And you get Nicholas Holt, who's really good as Renfield, and I believe... The cop. I'm going to look and see because I believe there are. Aquafina. Yes, Aquafina. Thank you. I was trying to remember if that was her or not. She's shown up in a couple of things that I've seen. She was in Shang Chi as well. Yeah, she's good. I like her. She's funny. She's funny, but she was also really good as like a hard nosed 
you know, graduating top of her class cop who wants revenge for her dad. And plus she's trying to prove that she's a good cop that can stop real crime. Yeah. Etc. Yeah. She's got everything in the right place to do everything the right way. It was believable. Yeah. So I think we both recommend you check this out. It's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> Nick Cage November is always a lot of fun around here. So with that, Leanne. What? Do you want to tell them where they can listen to the show? Well, sometimes you could listen at Podbean. Sometimes you could listen at Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could listen through Google, uh, YouTube, if you want to watch our words. Yeah, you can load it up on your YouTube app through your TV or whatever and play it in the background. Yeah. They're audio only, but, uh, you know, we create some interesting artwork to go with them. Yeah. And um, other places, too. That's true. You can get all of that if you go to skewerhead.com. Skewerhead.com. Links to all our social media, Facebook, threads, Instagram, all over there. You can find a link to our Patreon where you can support the show, help us keep doing this show that you guys graciously listen to whenever we put shows out. I would say weekly, but my schedule has been forcing me to not keep up with that, so I'm going to try better in 2025, because we're getting there very soon, people. No, 2024. Holy shit. You know what that means? (laughs) That means you're getting old. You don't know what year it is. Oh, fuck. The years are blending together. Oh, God. I'm in cognitive decline. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Anyway, forget you heard that. 2024, I'll be better about a schedule. But... You can do that. Support us at Patreon. You can find us everywhere Leanne said. You can also find me every Saturday on Tales from the Podcast at 6 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. No, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Last week, we had a show where we did top five episodes of Tales from the Crypt. And this coming week, we're going to be starting the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. We're going to be watching, I believe, every Texas Chainsaw movie there is. Uh, there might be some we skip, but I'm not certain of what the format's going to be, but we're starting with the first one from the 70s, which is the best one in a lot of people's eyes. So you can do that. Also, if you want to start your own podcast, there will be a link in the show notes because we are a Podbean affiliate. What does that mean? That means you. Yes, you. If you want to start a podcast, you can use that link. Get yourself a free month of podcast hosting with a paid unlimited plan that also gives us a little something on the back end. You support us. We support you by helping you get your podcast going. Because everyone's got a podcast. Now you might as well join the club. It's a cool club. Not not the celebrity club, but the cool kids club where we do this underground type shit. You know what I mean. That said, Land Club? Have... <laughs> hey, what's the first rule of, of underground podcast club? Bring your own mic. Okay, what's the second rule of Underground Podcast Club? Talk about it a lot. Yes. Do you have anything else you'd like to say before we wrap this up? No, or, well, yeah, suck my dick. <laughs> and keep suck enjoying that dick. universe. Suck my dick. Suck That's just a bit. My dick. Skewered.
ักไปเด็ก